1-877-8-SILVER is the number. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. The Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, e-store, top right corner, and, of course, your registered funds to get physical, physical metals into those accounts. It's very easy to do. And as we mentioned for the last couple of weeks, for every $25,000 U.S. or more invested in those accounts, you will get five grams of gold courtesy of Guildhall. And you have, if you've never used, $52,000 in your TFSA as one of those accounts to uh, get started as well. Hey, Jeremy, how are you doing? Pat? I'm doing great. How Good. are you doing? Excellent. Good. Um, This week on the show, we're going to be talking about following the smart money. So we're going to look at an article um, that is put out by Visual Capitalist, sponsored Mm -hmm. by Sprott, talking about um, all the wealthy billionaires that are involved in gold and their reasons for being involved in gold. So we think that's a great article. And also looking at a comparison between how much money is being injected into the markets by central banks Mm -hmm. and how much the stock market is going up perhaps as a result. So we're going to talk about that as well. Prices in the market, eh, they were up, they're a little down. Overall, we're pretty much, uh, I think, a little above where we were at the beginning of the week or give or take around where we were. I think gold's a little bit up on on the week. As we are recording this show Friday afternoon, gold is trading around about 1,269 an ounce US. Silver's trading at the 1,725 Mm. mark. Gold hit a high of 1,793 on Monday. Uh, and silver was around about 1773. So we've come off a little bit, A, due to the um, UK uh, election. Also, there was a little bit of geopolitical uh, that was happening um, in the Middle East and uh, with Qatar, and that seems to have you know, softened down. Uh, everybody got excited about it. But things are back to normal, and on a Friday... You know, people tend, especially the traders out of New York, they can't wait to get out of the building and go to the to the shore. So, uh, you know, this is a normal Friday, but we're excited about the market. Silver uh, looks really good and it looks like it could uh, spring from where we are right now. And of course, you know, you can get uh, physical precious metals through Guildhall. That's all we deal in. You can go to the e-store, uh, select your product. We do have these uh, great combos for mm-hmm. people who haven't purchased before where you can buy a little bit of this, a little bit of that, get some product in your hand. Um, we do find that anyone who decides to get involved in precious metals, put a little physical in your hand. You might invest in ETFs and other things, but get some physical in your hand, see what that's all about. Maybe come to our office and uh, and purchase it direct from us. Just do that by appointment. We ask and uh, this you know get that relationship going see what the the precious metals are all about we do offer precious metals again over the counter as we're just discussing for physical storage in toronto so if you're looking to store a a large sum of of product uh, you don't want to keep that in the basement i know that's the first place you think of storing it but uh, it's not necessarily the safest or the most liquid place to store your physical precious metals and uh, of course we do have the registered accounts where you can store physical product Uh, the product is the account is in your name the product is held in your name in the and the type of product that's held is all written down. The serial numbers are provided to you. You can go to the depository and personally audit your product. So it's we call that fully allocated and fully segregated. So that's something that anyone looking to hold physical precious metals should definitely consider. Go to guildhallwealth.com. You'll see that and find out what that's all about. And, of course, you can contact us. Yeah, and we partner with Questrade on, on, on the uh, registered accounts. They are the custodian of the account. We do all the purchasing, buying, and selling for the account and make it take make it so easy for the client to get invested into gold and silver, whether it's an RSP, a TFSA, a Lira, any registered plan that they would like to get gold and silver in. And, you know, the cost of doing business is very, very, very light. It's not a heavy penalty to store precious metals, including insurance, as little as 1.25% a year. So if you're looking for an investment and you've got to say to yourself, do you think gold or silver is going to go up in the next four years, more than 5%, gold and silver is where you should be. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Again, guildhallwealth.com, the e-store, and your registered accounts. You can read all about it, do your homework online as well. We'll get back into more about precious metals uh, throughout the hour, but you guys just got back from the uh, the JCK show. How was that? It was uh, very illuminating. I think we had Literally. one of... Yeah, it was... Uh, I think it was one of the most successful shows, in part from what we got, uh, in terms of what we're looking for mm-hmm. 
but um, but more in terms of just keeping our eyes open. You know, I, I think my big takeaway from the from the show this year was in past years. I think Paul, we we kind of had our blinders on. We were very specific about what we were looking for. We wanted, you know, internally flawless, vivid yellow diamonds. Yeah. Um, you know, really good quality pinks. And at the time, the the several dealers that we that we've partnered with over the years, who we really trust their style of diamonds and the quality that they have they did they had them and so it was very it was a very quick exchange Excellent. and it was sort of like yep we got it we got what we were looking for yeah, we're out of here yeah it was that easy you know they they knew what we wanted they showed us brought out you know uh some diamonds and you know 10 15 diamonds which ones do you like and we would always pick three four diamonds and you know it was easy then it was a question of just bargaining a little bit on the price uh, this show, we had great difficulty in finding the type of quality that we bring to our clients. Why? Um, more, more so in the sense of, of what we normally bring to our clients. For example, um, you know, a, 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 an intense, a one carat intense internally flawless or a 0.27 intense pink VS quality. Uh, these type of diamonds, well, you know, are, are sort of entry level. Get into your first pink. Get into your first yellow. Right. They just nothing there at all. Why? Why do you think nobody's everybody's well, holding on to them? A, the Argyle mine is closing in mm-hmm. 2021. It was confirmed not only by Rio Tinto, but two of their ateliers, their biggest dealers that we deal with. Uh, they said it's for sure. Uh, the production is completely down. And it's just, a, and they're lingering on, yeah. you know, just taking out whatever they can take out, um, you know. So they're 2021, and and the attitude from a couple of our, you know, dealers that just deal in argyle diamonds, just said, you know, you buy them, you put them away, and you're going to make nothing but money because when 2021 rolls round, you're not going to be able to. F- we can't find the VS quality that we're looking for. We actually bought three diamonds at the show. Um, we had a real tough time getting argyle pinks of the color that we want and the clarity that we want. Uh, there's lots of SI1, SI2, and I1, and we don't consider those investment grade. It's great if you want to put it into a piece of jewelry and you're buying on color alone, um, which natural fancy color diamonds should be purchased on color, but they're not really investment grades. You know, they're 50 to 80% cheaper than an investment-grade diamond, and then the colors that we're looking at. So when we bring to market and we go out and purchase diamonds and we put them on the website and we try to educate our customers what's happening in the marketplace, every diamond that we purchase is a piece of art. It's like an artist, uh, you know, gets to the end of his tenure, is dies. There is no more art. And that's Rio Tinto, or at least uh, that mine closing in 2021. I mean, you know, we look at... I, you know, we look at diamonds, for example. Um, we bought last year a diamond, which was a 102 yellow emerald cut VS2 diamond. The color is absolutely spectacular. Now, that diamond, as an example, in the emerald cut, there's only seven diamonds a year mm. come to market of that quality. The whole world. In emerald cut, and especially in a square cut, in a, you know, almost like a cushion, but it's an emerald cut, um, there's only 3% diamonds cut of that caliber. So we know it's like one in 27,000 is going to be a colored diamond. Mm. But even higher, you know, to, it's like finding, a, you know, a pin in a haystack, you a needle in a haystack. You just can't find the product. And the more we talk to leading dealers, and especially... When we belong to the uh, Colored Diamond Research Foundation, you know, the members are people like Cartier, Tiffany's, Bulgari, uh, Van Arpels. I mean, these are the largest companies in the world that sell especially natural fancy colored diamonds. They normally sell them in settings. They don't sell them as individual diamonds as investments. What they want to do is sell you the diamond. They want to sell you the setting. Um, And they, again, are also having a tough time finding product some of the product that I saw, for example, in Vivid, just over a carat, pink, the prices were just astronomical, over a million dollars a carat wholesale. 
and that is an incredible price from last year that was six seven hundred thousand dollars a carat. You want to check out the collection, by the way. Uh, GuildhallDiamonds.com is a good place to start. The phone number one eight seven seven eight Silver. Jerry, what else did you guys see at the JCK show? Well, uh, just talking about that uh, that emerald. We're going to mm-hmm. come back to that. What we saw a lot of, and I think this will play into that, is. And we knew this going in when we look at the reports on the Fancy Color Research Foundation, which, you know, when, Paul, you were mentioning about how many emerald diamonds come out a year, that's based on the Fancy Color Research Foundation seeing how many diamonds get put through GIA. So GIA is providing that information saying we're seeing this many a year. And um, VS, vivids or intense yellows, all day long. You want a VS color yellow diamond, you can you can find that as easily as you could find a G brilliant cut white, almost. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. But in terms of colored diamonds, you know, you'd go past a booth and they'd have a lot of white diamond jewelry and then yep. they'd have a whole cabinet of yellow diamonds. Well, they were all VS yellow diamonds, which is to say that uh, VS yellow diamonds, there there is a lot of them when you compare them to internally flawless Um, you just don't see a lot of the internally flawless that's the needle in the haystack for example um, we had a two carat uh, intense yellow uh, internally flawless we look it up through the report 130 a year between one and three carats that goes to market that's manufactured cut and polished you you move down to VVS right it's 350 Hello. a year. Wow. You move down to VS, you're at 950 a year. So when you combine VS and VVS, that's 10 times more than the IF. And now here's the kicker. And we really saw this at the show because, because our regular dealers didn't quite have those diamonds that we know appeal to the price point for our, for our collectors and the type of you know entry-level diamonds that appeal to our collectors that we really started seeking out other other booths and seeing what other people had. And remember, they're bringing their best stuff. Yep. And it the, the quality just was not there. The On paper, it was there. On paper, it was there. But not when you looped the diamond and looked at it more closely. This is something I want to talk about more when we get back. And I want to talk about uh, and compare... Uh, a couple emerald diamonds just to give the audience an example of the difference between how something can be exactly the same on paper, but it's actually not once you get it into real life. We'll take a a short break. That number one, eight, seven, seven, eight silver. You want to see the collection. You should see it in person, of course, but if you can see it online with some great photography, it is guildhalldiamonds.com. Lots more real money show coming right up. Talk radio, AM 640. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhalldiamonds.com to see the diamond collection. Of course, make an appointment. Go by and see the uh, diamonds for uh, for yourself. Buy your eye. Let them choose you, as uh, Paul says. So let's talk about some emeralds, because this is something that we were seeing as we were just talking about before we went to break, that you'd go to different booths where they had colored diamonds, and you'd say, oh, okay, I see an internally flawless diamond. Uh, yellow or you'd ask them what do you have internally flawless they bring something out you take a look remember this is because our regular partners didn't have what we were looking for in that in that typical diamond that we're that that we find is great for Mm -hmm. the first time investor first time collector so you look at an internally flawless i'll give you an example a pear cut it was internally flawless I, i believe it was vivid and in the middle of the diamond no matter what way you looked at it there was a there was a white right through the diamond. You're just it didn't say anything. It looked good on paper, but when you it look at the diamond, it actually didn't look good on paper because when you loop the diamond, uh, you know I said you know I can this is not the best cut diamond. Can I see the GIA? So the dealer shows me the GIA. He said I said is there any extra facets? He said well there's just one on the girdle. I found six extra facets. <laughs> With within the diamond. on 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 the GIA, you're you're saying I don't know why they're saying there's only one, if there's yeah, multiple, you know, and it's like clearly we're at the show, which means we know a thing or two about diamonds, um, but you know I don't know maybe they 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 thought they had their hustle on, but you know, and again you look at the diamond in real life, yes, it says it's IF on paper, but 
extra facets aren't in, in internal flaws, they're external flaws. And the diamond didn't appeal. And this is something we came across over and over and over again was you see these diamonds that meet the criteria on paper, although as Paul's mentioning, not quite on paper, right. at least at the, at the first sight of it on paper, but it doesn't say anything. And we have to buy diamonds that really speak to us because we're investing in them. So you're saying what it says on paper, then when you actually pick it up and loop the diamond are different. Well, th- totally. this is the difference. It's like a three you dressed go- up as a nine. Yeah, you yeah. go to the booth. I mean, they've got the best lighting that you could mm-hmm. possibly buy. For sure. Uh, so everything sparkles. I mean, it could be a piece of stone and it would sparkle because the lighting is just exquisite. No different to when you go into a high-end store. Right. The lighting yeah. is always great. Go outside and it's not the same. Uh, we offer um, our our customers, when they come into the to our showroom, we give them the diamond to loop. When you go to buy a ring and that diamond is in a ring, you really can't see everything about that diamond because underneath that diamond is a cup mm-hmm. and it blocks out a lot of the things sure. that you can see when you're looking just at a loose diamond that's when you know what you've got in hand and we show a client the GIA and if there's inclusions as a like a VS quality what the inclusions like we saw a VS diamond from a two VS diamonds from one of our competitors Exactly the same as one diamond we have. The difference was one di- their diamonds had five different inclusions. Another one had three different inclusions. And our one just had a minor, what we call a feather inclusion, that really the diamond should have been VVS and, you know, we've got VS on it. But the size of the diamonds that our competitors had, for example, the table, which is the top of the diamond, was either too narrow or too wide. If it's too narrow, all the carat weights at the bottom of the diamond. If it's too wide, wide, no light is going to get in because it's too shallow for the scintillation cool. to come through the diamond. Those, these are things that you must have. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. It's fascinating stuff. Guildhall diamonds to see the collection. Tell me about the emeralds. Yeah, so you know when we're talking about seeing a lot of VS yellows, mm-hmm. right? Well, last year when we were at the show. We saw a VS yellow that we had to have. And what made it different is that it was, and Paul, you just mentioned it, is it was an emerald cut. Now, intuitively, I said to Paul, we got to have that. Because I know out of all of the, the yellow diamonds that we've seen in Vivids, we we rarely, rarely came across an emerald cut. And you love the emerald cut it's beautiful it shows off color like you you wouldn't know and also that's the problem with buying online sometimes is you know if you're buying from a from someone online where they're not focused on investment grade diamonds you know you don't necessarily know what the color's like is it a strong color is what are the undertones does it have a green undertone to the diamond you don't know necessarily on online but we had to have it because we knew intuitively you do not see emerald cuts in vivid dime, in vivid yellows, so we broke our rule. Yeah, we, it wasn't an, an internally flawless; it was a VS. As Paul mentioned, though, it it only had a slight feather. And actually, yesterday I was with my jeweler in the office, and we were trying to find it. And we both had a tough time struggling to find the actual feather. And eventually, it was. Yeah, if you angle the diamond this way and look at it on this angle, yeah. you'll see it. Got it. Okay, so we did it. So let's look at what I would like. The takeaway for for this segment is for anyone looking at a diamond, even if it's a white diamond, to understand that, in, in as an example here, VS diamonds are not all created equal. So, for example, Paul, you said it. This this emerald cut that we have has one feather on the GIA, a single inclusion one feather and it's very difficult to find it and also the proportions are great on the diamond well i'm looking at a gia report of a diamond that says vs2 okay now it's got a cloud a crystal a needle a natural and an indented natural on it wow it's a goodie bag it's a goodie bag of inclusions (laughs) also it's actually rather deep compared to the depth versus the table okay so the table is actually quite small. Which is what you said, Paul. Yeah. And, and the, the depth of the diamonds t- quite deep. So if I'm new to colored diamonds and I say, okay, 
Guildhall's got a, a VS Diamond. They're selling it for how much? Uh, how much would the Emerald go for, Paul? Forty-eight thousand. Forty-eight thousand Canadian. And I see one online, and it says twenty-eight thousand. Why wouldn't I get the one for twenty-eight? Well, number one, that's U.S. pricing. So we're going to convert twenty-eight to to Canadian pricing, and we're up to about thirty-seven, thirty-eight, I believe. So we're about ten thousand dollars out, but there's a massive difference. Right. And to prove my point, okay, if any, you know, if you're listening to this and you go, ah, okay, well, go on to go on to Blue Nile, look up a VS quality in in a one carat F, pick pick one, try to narrow it down, and look at the price range difference between diamonds that share the same characteristics because it's about how many inclusions there are and where the inclusions are and the proportion of the diamond. So what we do at Guildhall is we're searching out for the best of the best that, yes, 130 diamonds a year might come out, but how many of those 130 have strong color, have great proportion, have limited limited inclusions that are going to be the investment grade? Those are the diamonds that when we look at them, they speak to us, and we know that they're going to be in our collection by the end of the day. And we know that when the when the next buyer or collector that gets involved in that diamond is going to appreciate it for for years yeah. to come. Why is that emerald cut so rare? Oh, Why is it so tough to fill? You know what? You're right. Less than one percent of vivid. Three percent. No, it's point three. Oh, it's point. It's less than one percent of all vivid yellows have that cut. Why? So it's not about the clarity. It's about the shape. You lose too much of the diamond. Wow. Okay. You're cutting away. And, you know, these diamond cutters or these people that buy the rough and then they cut and polish, they don't want to lose anything of that diamond. So, you know, sometimes it's better to have a, a two-carat VS2 than a 1.25 uh, emerald cut internally flawless right. if they can get rid of the inclusions. Emerald cuts are always about 40% more. No kidding. Than a, than a regular Food for cut thought diamond. There. Yeah. But... You know, if you're looking to, you know, for a piece of jewelry, so sometimes people go with a larger table because it's a little bit more gemmy and it looks bigger on your finger. Um, It doesn't mean it's a better investment. You know, if the table is too small and it's very narrow, all the carat weights at the bottom of the diamond, you're not seeing the beauty of the cut at the top of the diamond. So we try to get an even balance when we're looking for diamonds and especially on pinks. You know, the pinks... from from the Argyle, as we said, it's closing in 2021. We have an unbelievable collection of Argyle pinks. Yeah, they're a little expensive, but I can tell you, you know, you buy a diamond for $100,000, in five years' time, that diamond could easily be $200,000 to $250,000. You know, diamonds that I just saw for over a million dollars in a, a 107 Vivid, again, and an emerald cut, is going for over a million dollars wholesale. A million dollars wholesale, just a carrot. So, you know, and that's U.S., that's not Canadian dollars. So we know that these diamonds are getting very, very hard to find. The mine is closing. You need, if you're looking, I shouldn't say need, if you're looking for a great investment and you've got a hundred or $200,000 liquid, with this type of investment, what you're looking at is returns that are very, very high, this type of diamond down the road, whether it be, will cost you maybe a quarter of a million to $300,000 in five years. It could easily be $500,000 in five years when this mine closes. There is no product. The dealers right now, whoever owns Argyle Pinks, are taking the diamond and pushing it to the back of the safe. It's money in the bank. We know that there is no product out there. When you go to a show and you can only come away with three diamonds of the quality that we need, and as Jeremy said, the the dealers bring, this is from New York, this is from Tel Aviv, this is from Antwerp, from India. They bring the best of their product to the show. They don't bring the crap to sell. They bring the best of the product. They want to sell product. We never saw the best, the highest dealer in, in, in the color diamond business had some incredible diamonds. But we, you know, we wouldn't buy SI1s or SI2s, even if they're 10 or 15 carat, because we believe that IF in yellows is where you should be. We believe VS, VVS is where you should be in pinks. And we're going to talk about another color that we've just got involved with. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhalldiamondscom Yeah, so uh, the, again, I think the point that we're making here is is that we know the Argyle Diamond Mine is closing 
we've got it we've got it from several sources now uh, one who had been to the mine itself and and seen what was going on others saying yeah we see the type of product that's coming out we know word of mouth we know that the end is coming it's near taper off, right? it's starting to really taper off and that if you can buy a diamond uh, now a half carat for 150,000 that's great in five years, you might be spending over a half a million to get involved in that market. That's where this market is headed. So the idea is that it's a best kept secret, but the diamonds are, are going to be quickly drying up and it's going to cost you a lot more to get in this market down the road. Now, coming up, we're going to be talking about another color because mm -hmm. the last thing we wanted to talk about uh, regarding the uh, JCK show that we just got back from is a couple of the acquisitions we made and a partnership that we made, which I think is going to be incredible going forward for our clientele. And then we'll get into the precious metals and tell you about uh, the wealthiest people in the world and why they're invested in gold. And the scariest thing you've mentioned, too, in all the years doing this show, you've never mentioned a successor to the real Tinto mine. It's not like, oh, there's another guy down the street can open. There isn't one. No. That's the scary part. Yeah. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's, it's, been, it's been in operation since uh, the early, mid-'80s. Uh, they weren't even cutting diamonds the same way back then, the way they cut them hmm. now. And uh, Well, this is another thing as well, that the Argyle didn't have the best cutters in the world. Um, they made everything right. actually into a virtually an emerald cut because it's, the easy, it's probably the easiest cut to do, but you lose a lot of the diamonds. Right. A lot of the Argyle diamonds are emerald. Um, but... Um, we deal with some, some cutters and polishers, and especially out of Antwerp and out of New York, that actually buy Argyle pinks and recut them wow. into, you know, you may lose 10, 15% of the stone, but create much better quality right. cut stones. So um, if you lose that Argyle insignia, then it, you're losing a little bit of prestige. But the Argyle mine produces 90% of the world's pinks. So around the world, whether it's from South Africa, whether it's from Russia, whether it's from uh, India, whether you know it's from Brazil, that still produce pinks, they're also extremely rare, but they don't have that Argyle premium on gotcha. them. So we still look for pinks. Uh, I mean, if I can see a pink that comes out of Brazil or out of Russia and it's, it's a beautiful color, pastel color or bubblegum pink, and I love that bubblegum pink. It's a great color. Um, you know, we will purchase it if it meets our criteria. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhalldiamonds.com to check out the collection. Lots more real money show coming right up. Talk radio, AM six forty. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. And a reminder before we get back into metals, uh, RSPs, other registered funds you can use to get physical metals into your account. And if you're uh, spending now twenty five thousand dollars US or more in set accounts, uh, five grams of gold will be yours, courtesy of Guildhall. Let's talk about the uh, the other colors, the diamonds you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, Blues, reds. No, no. But before, I, okay, we're going to talk about a, a very particular color okay. and what's going on at Guildhall. I just wanted to quickly mention before we move on to that topic mm. about the quality that was available at the show this year in, in just sort of the way we would do our regular rounds. And uh, you sent me an article today, John, about that big white yeah. diamond. Yeah. And you probably, uh, what, what was the story that it was, someone... It was, someone got it at the equivalent of a uh, like a, a flea market in the UK for, I don't know, 20, 25 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah, and it was a, it was a big diamond. Massive white diamond. sold for 848 Still not a million, but yeah. it was, you know. And, and w when you picture the diamond, you can probably picture it in your head a little bit. Yeah. So anyone who's listening to the show can just quickly go online, say, you know, you know big white, white diamond. $850,000 yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So uh, when I saw that diamond, I, I, I saw it was kind of an older cut. Mm -hmm. And you could remember, you think about it, there was a hole in the, min yeah. in the middle, right. right? There was like a little uh, circle right in the middle of yep. the diamond. Well, we were looking at, uh, you know, we're always on the hunt for anything between 0.24 to 0.45, let's say, mm -hmm. in a pink diamond that has VS quality. Right. Now, earlier we were talking about VS yellows. Yes, there's an abundance of VS yellows. But in pinks, the standard for clarity is a little lower. You because don't, they're born with inclusions, they're, right? Yeah, they're not yeah. born uh, with a lot of internally flawless. So VS, VVS quality is very is as difficult to find as you would find in an internally flawless sure. yellow. I just want to put that out there. So we're always looking for VS quality between 0.24 up to you know under half a carat. We only found one. Wow. 
except for the other one that we actually purchased. We'll tell you about that later. It's an unbelievable diamond that we ended up getting. So while on the one hand, we didn't find what we were looking for, on the other hand, we absolutely found something that blew our minds. Um, but I was looking at a point, I, don't, I can't remember, it was like a point two six or something. Yeah. It was a brilliant cut. Um, a minute I looped it, I saw that circle in the, minute, in the middle. I said, I've never, we've sold a lot of, of these type of diamonds, probably 50, 60 of these sort of quarter carat to under half mm -hmm. a carat, anywhere from radiance to emeralds to brilliant cuts. I've seen my fair share of brilliant cuts. None of them ever had that circle in the middle. And I looked at the bottom and the coolant had like no color in the middle. So it just rang right through. Right. And you, yeah, again, it's on paper, but not in real life. Right. You can't buy diamonds without looking them in real life and saying, does it speak to me? That's all I wanted to say. So let's get back to the other color. Um, we were looking at, uh, we sorry, we ran into one of our partners that we work with in New York, and he said, uh, guys, I, uh, I've partnered with a friend of mine, and his father owns a diamond mine nice. in Brazil. Good times. He said, Good, good for you. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, he said, no, no, no. It's bringing out greens. Greens and blue greens and green Wow, blues. no kidding. Sort of the way, I guess, I don't want to say because it's probably way too soon, but a little bit the way Argyle brought out pinks and the way the Ellendale mine brought out yellows, this diamond has greens. So we looked through, Paul, how many? About 50, uh, 40, yeah. 40, 40 green diamonds that he had. And? Uh, well, the way we the way we would work it is we first say, okay, I don't want to look at anything SI. So we get rid of most of it, and we're down to three or four. And we saw two that were, I can't remember, I think they were VS, maybe internally flawless, but they were very light in color. And then we came upon something that I'm going to let Paul talk because Paul was the one who just said, oh, yeah, that's 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 the bad boy right there. It, when you see it, you know it. You got to have it. And that's how we work. And we know that if we do that, our clients are going to be happy. And uh, so what did we end up? We only got well, one. Well, It's a great uh, connection. But what did we get? Yeah. My partner, my friend uh, in New York, introduced me to the owners of the mine Sun, just out in, from Brazil. Mm -hmm. And um, we have got the exclusivity of getting these diamonds. Beautiful. The diamond I bought was a natural, fancy, intense, bluish-green. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a pear cut, which always makes it look a little better, but it's a small stone. It's a 0.26. It's a VS1. The color is aquamarine. It's just the incredible color. And these are the colors that we've always purchased before. Mm -hmm. um, I think these blue-green, green-bluish diamonds are going to be the argyle pinks of the future right, in actual fact blues are, are rarer than, yep. than pinks anyway but this is a small diamond mine that is producing incredible diamonds incredible colors and in actual fact we saw a blue green at another vendor's booth that was twice the price of per carat of what we were seeing. So we're dealing directly with a mine, and what we're bringing to you is incredible stones at incredible prices that are only going to increase in value, and I think these blue-greens, greenish-blues, are going to be the pinks of the future, and you have to get in early. Um, it will, does it, it look will, like they're just tapping the vein here, or, they, or is it this, this uh, mine spent? No, no look, look. It, it, nothing is going to change here. I, I know anyone who hasn't hasn't done some research into natural fancy colored diamonds or the first thing anyone says is, well, kids, you know, just mine for more. Like you just, there's going to be more mines out there, right? It doesn't work like that. There's not, a, there's not a lot of Kimberlite pipes. Um, if they found any more, they're going to be super expensive. The, the law of geology isn't that all of a sudden you're going to hit a vein of colored diamonds. This isn't emeralds. Um, you know, the amount of pinks coming out of the Argyle mine it's not a pink color diamond mine. It's they actually mostly mostly mine for brown diamonds. That's what's coming out, mm. and you get a massive pile of brown, and then you get a few pinks. It, it's similar with this diamond mine. It's it's all whites, 
but there's a few greens, which right. means like whatever also. the volcano was um, and whatever the element that gets trapped in those diamonds, nitrogen, th- and hydrogen. there just happen to be some of those elements at, at in that geographical location in very small trace amounts where that diamond got, cool. got created. And, you know, again, we looked through, you know, over 50 diamonds. 40 diamonds to 50 diamonds. And I mean, I was just taking the sleeves, the little envelopes they come in and say, no, no, S-I, no, S-I, no. S-I. Yeah, and then I won, whatever it was. And then even, you know, we looked at four others that were VS and the color was very light. It was light. Light. And this one diamond is just a small diamond. It's a diamond. It's a diamond in the rough. It's just gorgeous. I mean, the color, it's aqua marine. You couldn't ask for it. A, a more perfect and color. Would you would you say that that bluish green diamonds are in some ways similar to the way purplish pink diamonds are, mm-hmm. where there's a premium on the purplish pink, because mm. that color, if you think about purplish pink, um, it, it it's a beautiful color, so it has people enjoy that. You know, well, the you modifier s- is the bl- is the purple and then the pink. Yeah. So the modified color in these, these would be blue, blue. greens. Um, which bluish, is which, it's like going you know, on vacation. Again, this is, is a resort? beautiful resort. This That's is the color. Bluish green. The, the color is is like looking at water. It's like looking wow. you know, uh, at a in the Bahamas, and you look at the water. And it's the most beautiful color. This is what this is, and we are bringing exclusively. They know what we want. We said we only want VS, so we're going to have a limited amount of these diamonds. But you know whether we can get two, three, four a month would be great. That's um, not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. There's no Get way old. they're going to come up with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they—they've—I don't know how long they collected all of those greens, but uh, you know, they're—they were lucky. We found one that that. Well, that, yeah, but that's that, good. You know, and we prefer that. Yeah, we'll go down to New York. We'll see what they have, and mm-hmm. if they come up with something that that is stunning, we'll we'll. Is we'll that take for it. sale yet? Or well, when we it? receive it, it will be. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not going to you know quote a price, for sure. but we're going to start off uh, basically. At a great price to get people involved in this color. It's exciting. I, it I, is. It's I, amazing. Yeah. And and you know, if you think about creating a colored diamond collection, a lot of people will start with a yellow, mm-hmm. get involved with the yellow, like an intense yellow diamond. Then they'll move on to a pink, maybe start with a small pink. I'm talking about an investor who has maybe a hundred and hundred and fifty to ultimately invest. Even with a, a hundred thousand dollars, you could do a quality yellow, a quality pink, a little silver, a bit of gold, a bit of gold. Thank you, <laughs> and 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 a green. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice, right? So you've got you got three great yeah. colors. Good little rainbow happening there. Exactly, yeah. that's a collection. Yep. And you could focus on pink diamonds for a collection. You could put, focus on all yellow diamonds as a collection. And I think that that's that also adds a, a premium to your collection as well to, this to stone, really be focused. Yeah, this stone, you know, we're going to put up on the website. Um, not as a lost leader, but to get people excited about it. It's like, you know, real estate listing a house uh, below cost. Yeah. You know, to get to get bids on it. Sure. And why you get two hundred people showing up and overpay overbid. Uh, this will go up for around about twenty five thousand US, and I think it will be snapped up real really quick. quickly. And uh, as I said, I'm hoping to get get more, but they will be uh, priced a little higher. And um, as I said, we will have the exclusivity of these blue greens. You won't be able to buy them anywhere else. That's really cool news. It's really cool. Yeah. And, and you know, again, when we're at the show, okay, so we didn't find, uh, you know, the diamonds that we're, we're, we're really on the, on the hunt for. But what we did find was some stuff that was absolutely spectacular, like a blue-green pear-cut diamond. I, mean, I can imagine that in wealth to wear. Put that into a setting. must be unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Right? And, then, and then here was the other thing that, that we found that was uh, we've never had anything like it at Guildhall. Um, again, we're looking for something particular, but we couldn't find any. And then just these couple diamonds really jumped out at us, which was, I can't remember the size, Paul, and I know it has to go to GIA uh, because we bought it from an Argyle site holder. But it was a brilliant cut, vivid pink, mm-hmm. and the quality was VS. And the size, Paul, was what size? Well, let's not talk about the size on it. Well, it was under half a carat. Yeah, that was that one. But there was, a, you know, there was another diamond that we also purchased from Argyle um, that we're crazy about. And we've got a bid in actually on a couple of stones um, that we're still negotiating on. But the prices, as I said, were close to. A million dollars a carat mm. wholesale, uh, over a carat vivid pinks, 
and uh, I've got the diamonds on my phone and uh, I hope that they didn't sell them at the show because then I got a shot at getting a price but and, you just don't see diamonds like and ultimately they're a million dollars now and wow. in five years you could be spending right. you in five years from now it is potential that you could spend twice that to get involved in the market so you know if you want to compare you know as we close the segment here to real estate it's like saying okay so I could I have an opportunity to buy a home in Toronto for three hundred thousand. That could be worth a million one day. Yeah, right. I'm in. If if you can have that foresight and understand the type of quality that we that we do have at Guildhall, where the the work that goes into procuring these diamonds, um, and you know every year, I, I as it gets harder in some ways, we also get better at it because we get. Uh, you know, we, we get uh, tainted by what we by what we've seen so much of, and and that we really look for things that are going to be real standout diamonds that we say, I gotta have it. That's the key. You see something, you say, I gotta have it. We'll get back into our discussion with metals one eight seven seven eight silver the number anytime guildhalldiamonds.com to see the collection guildhallwealth.com. Otherwise, make sure you get the precious metal advisor, the investor kit. You got the e store for precious metals in the top right corner, and of course, your registered funds. A great way to get involved with physical metal. And uh, right now, you're spending over twenty five U S twenty five thousand U S on that investment account. You get five grams of gold courtesy of Guildhall. We'll uh, get to our last segment here, the Real Money Show Talk Radio AM six forty. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, let's get back into this. Right back into it. Okay, so let's talk about precious metals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about following the smart money. Where are the wealthy people putting their money? And uh, there's a great website called Visual Capitalist. Uh, we see a lot of um, interesting um, illustrations coming out of there where they're just showing facts um, and uh, seeing where things are at. So this one was sponsored by Sprott, and uh, it's all about billionaires and why they're invested in gold. So let's just start with, uh, I'll skip the first one, which is uh, which is uh, Jacob Rothschild. We all know who the Rothschilds are, um, and uh, wealthiest banking family. And of course, they're going to own gold, so we don't really need to, to say it. Um, well, they're basically investing in it because they know that we're in complete uncharted territories in the in the in the right. in the financial markets. David Einhorn, uh, he's the ca- founder of Greenlight Capital, a hedge fund known for shorting Lehman prior to the collapse of 2008. Okay, his net worth is 1.53 billion. Why is he invested in gold? Because it's an inflation hedge. We believe the in- quote. We believe the increasingly adventurous monetary policy is bullish for gold. Um, the other reason is because of the Trump administration uh, comes with a high degree of uncertainty and the, its policy initiatives appear to be focused on stimulating growth and with that, inflation. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're going to borrow more money, you're going to create more money. That means you're going to have more money chasing the same amount of goods. Prices of those goods rise. Right. How do you hedge against that? You own an asset that holds its value against those sorts of things, which is gold and silver. So if you want to get your inflation rebate, think about getting some silver into your into your uh, portfolio. Um, Ray Dalio, uh, who is he? He's the founder of the largest world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Associates. He's worth over sixteen billion. Oof. Why does he own gold? Because it's a store of value and portfolio diversification. So, quote: We have a situation now where when you have too much debt. Too much debt leads to printing of money to make it easier to service. So all of those me- all of those things mean that a portion of the investment portfolio should be in gold. The move, quote, uh, he said it's prudent to have a well-diversified portfolio of at least 10 to 15%. Um, so there you go. Now, Alan Greenspan, the former chairman of the Federal Reserve, said exactly that. The Fed will always, the United States will always pay back its debts. They just can't guarantee the purchasing power of the dollar once right. they've done that. Um, so uh, let's move on. Stanley Druckenmiller. You mentioned you, all these before. You've heard the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've mentioned the, mm-hmm. these names before throughout the, shore, uh, throughout the show. Uh, he's the former chairman and president of uh, Duckess Capital. I can't really pronounce that. Founded in 1981. $4.7 billion is his net worth. And he, the reason for him, the fundamentals that we talk about on the show Every constantly, show. Yep. and the future upside. And he said, quote, Soros has taught me that when you have tremendous conviction on a trade, you have to go for the drugular. I love that. He said, quote, I've always made 
big concentrated investments. I don't believe in diversification. I don't I don't believe that that's the way to make money. The move since no country wants a currency no country wants its currency to strengthen, it made sense to Drucken Miller to buy gold in early 2017. Gold quote gold was down a lot, so I bought it. Plain and simple. Follow the smart money. Uh Drucken Miller, uh he, obviously billionaire, he's putting big money down on gold. You've got to think about that. And to you know, to buy gold, as I said, you can go to Guildhall Wealth.com, right-hand corner, you can go to our e-store. You can buy silver, whether it's one-ounce maples, one-ounce silver bars, 10-ounce bars, kilo bars, 100-ounce bars, all uh, LBMA-approved. The same thing with gold. You can buy as little as a quarter-ounce ma- quarter maple leaf, half-ounce, one-ounce maples, one-ounce Royal Canadian mint bars, 10-ounce bars, kilo bars. We also have combo packs where you can get started for as little as 22 ounces of silver just to get going. Um, we also have a depository where if you have larger amounts to purchase, you can put it in a safe, secure depository, which is allocated, segregated, and with bar numbers for you. The other thing is we partner with Questrade to do registered accounts, whether it's an RSP, uh, RRSP, TFSA, Lira, any even locked account, we can put gold and silver in that account for you. Questrade is the custodian. We do the buying and selling, and it's made very, very easy through uh, our company and Franca that looks after this will hold your hand through the whole process. So there are several different ways, and we also have, for the little bit more aggressive Purchaser, we can offer you a margin account where you can put up as little as 30%. And if you're buying $100,000 worth of gold or silver, you only have to put up $30,000. So, again, when you own 5,000 ounces of silver, as an example, and silver moves up $5, you're going to make $25,000. You're virtually going to double your money with a $5 move. It's not for everybody. You have to be liquid. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number, guildhallwealth.com, Jeremy. So, look, we were talking about following the smart money. We've just named a whole uh, – there's not there's not a ton of uh, billionaires out there. It's kind of like uh, VS Pink Diamonds. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you got to follow the smart money. If they're putting their money into gold and they've got very solid reasons, whether it's, um, you know – diversifying their portfolio or hedging against inflation or just the pure fundamentals and saying, we believe that there's major upside potential Mm -hmm. here. Uh, You've got to take that into consideration. So you're not just looking at what we have to say. You're saying, well, if the smartest money out there is is buying it, uh, people who shorted Lehman Brothers and who have been in the markets for, for years and made great money, you know that they make smart choices. So maybe it's time to consider holding some physical precious metals at this time. And if you're just getting started and you're not quite sure if this is the market for you, then sign up for the newsletter. We have a newsletter every week um, that goes out. Just We put in uh, three or four of the top articles. So you can get some alternative news on, on what we're seeing in the precious metal market and start understanding why we view precious metals as a great hold right now. I'll get a combo pack. Start with a combo pack. Or or just start with a combo pack. So that's uh, definitely uh, something to start. Now, the the, the last article we wanted to quickly discuss on the show was something that uh, actually came out today, which is that, um, did you know, John, that central banks have bought a record $1.5 trillion in assets in 2017? Had no clue. If you put the chart of the amount of money that's been put into the system next to the big five tech stocks, mm-hmm. you, you've never seen two lines look so close to each other. <laughs> and I was, I was watching a, a, a business news network and they were saying, it's amazing how, how resilient the stock market is. And they weren't saying it in a questioning way. They just, it was eyes closed. Isn't it amazing how the stock market is so resilient given everything that's going on? Yeah. When you're putting that much central bank money into the market, of course it's going to keep going up. And hey, you know, if you're betting on the side of the central banks, that's great. But they lose too. They lost big time in 2008. I remember watching um, Bernanke and he said, oh, subprime's fine. It's contained. The Mm. housing market's great. That was early 2008. Oops. You know, they don't necessarily know what they're what they're doing. They just have a lot of power. But reality's reality is reality. 
Um, so that's what's going on. We've seen a hundred and uh, seen a trillion in, in financial assets being poured into the into the market. And the reason this article got put in there, which is going to be in next week's Precious Metal Advisor, if you want to see it now, you can go to our LinkedIn group and and see a bunch of articles that are posted there. Yep. But the reason that the the person who put this together was is they were looking and and observing that there's a record low volume in the stock market, meaning uh, people have put in all their money or they've pulled it all out, one of the two. But there's a record low volume in there in terms of trades and who's where is all of the growth coming from? It's got to be coming from somewhere. Ah, it's coming from central banks putting money in. So the stock market is is purely a representation of inflation. It's only going up because money, central bank money is going in there. Where is it going to go to next is the question. It's got to go somewhere. It's it's energy. It moves from one place to the other. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Today on the show, uh, just to wrap everything up here, we've talked about how much money the, has been put into the stock market from central banks. I think that's something really big to consider. We talked about all of the billionaires that are getting involved in gold and their reasons. John, we talk about them every week on the show. Mm-hmm. It's time to look into precious metals. We offer many ways to get involved in physical. It's always allocated to you. It's always your product. So whether you buy it online and take it home, whether you're putting it in the depository, whether you want to invest in your RSP, use your re- retirement savings plans to get involved in physical precious metals, will help you move the funds to get you into that market. And we talked at length about natural fancy colored diamonds, the difficulty we're having finding those sort of entry-level uh, yellows, entry-level pinks, but we found some spectacular things uh, at the mark at the JCK show, which is going to be phenomenal for our collectors. And we just want to quickly congratulate all of the Color Diamond collectors that have come into the market this week. Uh, we did sell quite a few of diamonds, and uh, we're, we're so happy with their acquisitions. Time to get into precious metals, so give us a call, and uh, we look forward to speaking with you then. Paul, you had uh, one last thing to get uh, to get through here. Yeah, I'm, I'd like to congratulate my daughter. She opened up a new business. It's called the Glow Event Center. It's in Vaughan. It caters to events from whether it's Sweet Sixteens, bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, any type of function, baby showers. But it's based to have parties for kids. It's like a disco for kids with this DJ glowing and everything just incredible. It's, as I said, it's in Vaughan. Go to the website, Glow Event Center and Party Lounge. Finally, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to start investing. Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and of course that amazing uh, selection of diamonds at GuildhallDiamonds.com. If you haven't considered using your registered account to get physical metals, do that as well. The information how to get started a phone call away, and if you're investing already twenty five thousand dollars US or more into that account, you will get five grams of gold courtesy of Guildhall. Till next time, Real Money Show Talk Radio AM six forty. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.